have been in a topic and a series this month. We've been in a series of talks called Tell the World. And the whole idea behind Tell the World is this. Telling the world who Jesus is. Right? That's what we've been talking about. And you know what? Here's what we talked about. You can never tell the world who Jesus is if you never have a revelation of who Jesus is. In other words, if there is not a revealing of Jesus to you, right? If there's no revealing of who Jesus is to you, why would you tell anybody about Jesus? So if you're going to tell the world who Jesus is, it starts with a revelation, a revealing of who he is. And then we went on to talk about, listen, now that you have a revelation of Jesus, preach and live it with boldness, right? And we talked about, listen, you don't have to be a pastor to tell people about Jesus. We looked at several people in the Bible who weren't pastors, who weren't church leaders, and yet they told so many people about Jesus, okay? So you can preach and live it every single day with boldness, okay? Because people can tell who you say Jesus is with your actions, okay? And then we talked about how it's important because guess what? This message of Jesus is the greatest news that has ever been told, right? We talked about that in the Bible, how when the angels came to the shepherds, they said, behold, I'll bring you good news which is Jesus, that brings great joy to everybody. And that's the cool thing about Jesus, the news of Jesus, it brings great joy to everybody, right? That's the cool thing about Jesus. And then, of course, we talked last week how we can tell the world who Jesus is by how we love each other. And Jesus said, people will know you by how you love each other. They will know that you belong to me, that you're my disciples by how you love each other. How you treat people, how you respond to people, how you act towards people, how you love people will tell the world who Jesus is to you, okay? Tonight, we're going to finish our Tell the World series, okay? And we're going to finish it with the words of Jesus. But before we get into that, let's pray, okay? Father, I thank you so much for every single young person in here, whether it's their first time, second time, been here for months. Lord, tonight, you have a word for them, Lord. Tonight, Lord, I believe this word is a, it's a call to action word. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you stir in the hearts of these kids, Lord, these young people, and you would stir something in them to say, you know what? I'm going to tell my friends about Jesus. I'm not going to be ashamed. I'm going to live with boldness. I'm not going to be intimidated. I'm going to live with boldness. I'm going to tell my family about Jesus. Lord, that's, that's what I believe in tonight. That's what our prayer has been this month. So, Father God, we thank you for that, and we absolutely love you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. Before I read this verse, this is the words of Jesus, by the way. But Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. A couple of weeks to Sundays ago, what do we celebrate here in our churches? Easter. What's so significant about Easter? What is it? Say it with boldness, girl. Come on now. The resurrection of Jesus, right? Jesus was crucified, went into a tomb, and on the third day, he resurrected from the grave and walked out of that tomb. And we celebrated that a couple of weekends ago, okay? Well, right here, what we're about to read, this is after Jesus has gone from death to life. He's come back to life, okay? And now he is meeting with now his 11 students, his disciples, okay? He's meeting with his 11 disciples, and he's encouraging them. He's teaching them one last thing. Before basically what's going to happen is he's going to share this with them. And the Bible teaches that he ascends to the heavens after this. Okay. Right. He just takes off in the sky, which is so cool. But here's what he does with a serious face, with a serious face and a serious expression. You can feel the seriousness in his voice. He looks at all 11 of his disciples. 
okay? He looks at every single one of them in the eye, and he says this. He says, he's been teaching them for three years. He's been investing his life into him, to each and every one. He's taught them so much, and this is what he says. Love this. He says, therefore now, go. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, okay? I'm going to read that again. Jesus is saying this. And, I, and listen, here's the thing. Just because Jesus said this thousand-something years ago does not mean it does not affect us and apply to us today. Jesus' words still echo throughout time for us today. He's still saying this to Christians everywhere. He's saying, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, okay? He looks at his 11 disciples he says, all right, guys, now I need you to go. I need you to go. I need you to go to, throughout all the world. I need you to go everywhere possible. Take this message as, as far as possible. Tell people who I am. Make disciples everywhere. Baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go. This is your time now. Go. For the past three years, the 11 disciples have been with Jesus following Jesus every step of the way. Now Jesus is ascending to heaven, and before he goes, he said, all right, guys, it's your turn. You ever seen a relay race in a, like, relay race? You know how guys, they have a baton, and they run, or girls, they have a baton, and they run in a race? And you ever seen a relay race? What do they do when the first person's done? What do they hand off? The baton, flag, whatever, right? Could be a baton or flag, whatever. But they hand it to the next person. What's the next person's job supposed to do? Take, go, go off, right? And when they're done, what do they do? Right, they hand it to the next person, right? Well, here's the thing. Jesus was handing the baton to the disciples. saying, it's your turn to run the race now. Go. Go. Make disciples of all nations. And baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Listen, there's three takeaways from this one verse that apply to all of us in this room. From the youngest to the oldest. If you're sitting in here, guess what? The words of Jesus apply to you in this room today. Here's what I love about Jesus. Three things really quickly. The first thing that I love about Jesus is Jesus told his disciples, go. Go. You want to know what I love about that? Here's what I love about that. Jesus said go to some very imperfect disciples. You realize the, the disciples, man, they were screw-ups at times. They didn't believe sometimes. They failed God. At, they failed Jesus at times. Like, they screwed up. Peter. One of the guys that was there, remember, he denied Jesus three times, okay? What I love is that Jesus told a group of guys who were imperfect, hey, you guys go. You guys go. And so listen, if you ever feel like this, man, who am I to tell people about Jesus? I'm not qualified. What do I know? Guess what? You're in good company. Because Jesus told his 11 students who were imperfect and didn't have everything figured out, you guys go. Y'all go. You guys go ahead and go. So guess what? Here's what I love about Jesus is that Jesus doesn't call those who are qualified. He qualifies those that he calls. All right. He doesn't call people who are qualified. In other words, Jesus isn't looking for people who have it all figured out. He's not looking for the smartest. He's not looking for the cutest or the most handsome. He's not looking for the best dressed. Right. Jesus is looking for people who are willing to go when he says go. Okay, and so here's what I love. Jesus says, hey, go. No restrictions. I'm not holding you back. I hate, I hate being held back. I'm not going to lie to you. Y'all know baseball? No, no one knows baseball. No, we got some softball people in here. 
But what, it, what does all baseball and softball teams have at first and third base, Noe? What? What? Okay. But, like, there's somebody whispering, to, telling a player something at first and third base. What are those people called? Coaches, right? But what are they specifically called? Base coaches, right? That's what they're called, base coaches, all right? When I was in the third grade, I was uh, playing baseball, okay? Back then, it was called Pee Wee. I don't know what it's called now. But I was on third base. Any of y'all seen The Sandlot? Yeah. Great, one of the greatest movies of all time, right? I, I, was, I was just, just watched The Sandlot because I, I was like a kid when it came out, showing my age right now. But I, I just like, I thought I was Benny the Jet, man. I was on third base. I was like taking my steps, right? I was leading off super hard. And my, I was like, like I had the music playing, you know, when Benny pickles the beast like that. Doom, 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 doom. Like I had all that playing in my head. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm just, I just, I'm, don't hold me back, coach. Let me go, let me go, let me go, right? And I'm just waiting and waiting. And I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And I look at my coach and he's looking at me and, and, the, and the, the, the guys, he's about to pitch. And as soon as he's about to pitch, I hear those, that two-letter word, go. Man, don't you know, I took off so hard. Like, I felt like I was Benny in the sandlot, you know, going to get that baseball from the beast. And I'll never get, I took off, I'm running hard. And I can hear the people in the stands saying, go, go, go. I hit the slide, and I look up at the umpire, and he goes, you're out. <laughs> I bet y'all thought that was going to end better than that, but no, it didn't. But here's what I love. He said, go. My coach said, go. And when he said, go, he wasn't, he was what does he mean by go? He's like, put some pep in that step, boy. Get going. Well, listen, Jesus is telling his disciples, guys, go. It's your turn now. Go. Tell the world about me is what Jesus is saying. Tell the world who I am. Tell the world how much I love them. Tell the world that I have died on the cross to pay the penalty of sin. For all of them, go and tell them. I'm not holding you back. Go. He says, go. And then he says, go. And he says this. He says, go make disciples. Okay? Go and make disciples. And really what that means is this. Jesus is saying, what I have done for you, what I have taught you, teach to other people. Okay? Teach to other people what I have taught you. And that's what, he, that's what Jesus is saying. He's listen, go make disciples. Teach people what I have taught you, okay? Show people what I have showed you. And here's what I love. Jesus said, do this to all the nations. He didn't say, just do it here. Just do it in the town next to you. No, no, no. Jesus took, took the limits off completely. He said, go to all the nations, guys, and, bat, and, and, and make disciples of all nations. I love that. Go. Make disciples. And then he says this, the third thing. He says, go and baptize them. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. What Jesus was basically saying, said, listen, go make disciples and then baptize them. When they're baptized, they're making a public declaration that they believe in me, they trust me, they put their faith in me, that they are living in me. So when we baptize people here, okay, it's not just a dip in the water, okay. Whenever I was a kid, can I be honest with you, I had no idea what baptism meant when I, got first, when I was first baptized. I was like fifth, sixth grade. I gotta be honest with you, I just wanted to get baptized because I thought it'd be cool. No idea what it meant. Not one clue. Seriously, I, I really had no idea. My parents, they were like, so why do you want to get baptized? And I was just kind of making stuff up on the fly. 
I really didn't understand what it meant when you were dipped in that water when you came up. So I was baptized, but I had no idea what it meant. Fast forward, okay? 19 years old. I made the decision, man, I want to get baptized because I finally understood what it meant to be baptized. When you go into that water, it's like your old self dying, and when you come up, you're a new creation and a new person. You're publicly letting everybody know, I'm all in with Jesus, man. Like, this is no choke. Like, I'm for real. I'm all in. There's no playing around. Like, my, I am all in with Jesus from this moment on. And Jesus was saying, hey, look, go, go make disciples, and then go baptize people. Let's tell the world about who Jesus is. And listen, I want everyone to understand something. That's what we're supposed to be doing as Christians. Okay? In your world, it could be the baseball field, the softball field, the basketball court, the tennis court, your job, wherever your world is. In your world, you're supposed to be telling people about Jesus. Jesus is saying the same thing to you guys. Go. I'm not holding you back. Go. Tell the people who I am. Make disciples. Teach them what I have taught you. Show them what I have shown you. Introduce people to baptism. Encourage them to get baptized. Let them say, hey, I'm for real in this. Like, this is no game to me. Tell the world who Jesus is, New Life Youth. I encourage y'all, tell the world who Jesus is. Maybe you may start with just telling a family member or a brother, sister, mom, dad, or a cousin. But we're called to tell the world who Jesus is, okay? I'm going to share with you a few, three verses real quick. And then we're going to pray and we're going to be done. Psalms chapter 71, verses 15 and 16 says this. I love this. It says, I will tell everyone. I love that, man. Look at that. I will tell everyone. All right. The person who wrote this is saying, man, I'm going to tell everyone about your righteousness. And I love this. All day long, I will proclaim your saving power, though I am not skilled with words. Stay right there, Saeed. Do you realize up here real quick though I am not skilled with words listen you don't have to be a public speaker to tell people about Jesus you don't have to have all the words figured out all this person says listen I'm just going to tell everyone about how good you are God you've been good to me has God been good to you you're breathing today guess what then God's been good to you you have a roof over your head right God's been good to you did you eat today yes then God's been good to you okay you hit a home run, God's been good to you, right? You, whatever it is, you got a job, God's been good to you. And this person said, look, I'm going to tell everyone about your righteousness all day long. I will proclaim your saving power, though I am not skilled with words. Verse 16 says this, it says, I will praise your mighty deeds, O sovereign Lord. I will tell everyone that you alone are just. You're the only one, Lord. Psalms chapter 71, verses 17 and 18 goes on to say, Oh God, you have taught me from my earliest childhood. Some of y'all in here grew up in church. You went to children's ministry, so you can relate to this mess. You can relate to this verse right here. You taught me from my earliest childhood, and I constantly tell others about the wonderful things you do. Okay? Verse 18 says, Now that I am old like Carrie and gray, <laughs> that's what Penelope says now that I am old and gray here's what I love he says do not abandon me O God but let me proclaim let me tell 
about your power to this new generation, your mighty miracles to all who come after me. Let me tell you something. I know sometimes you think because you come to church like everyone believes in God, but newsflash, not everyone does. And I'm pretty sure you might know a person, two, three, four, several, who don't know who Jesus is. But you do, right? You do. And we talked about how the good news of Jesus, it brings joy to people. There's enough bad news in our world. Let's share good news. There's enough darkness in our world. Jesus said he is the light of the world. So let's give people light, right? Last verse, Psalm 71, verse 24. I love this. He says, I will tell about your righteous deeds all day long. Man, all day long, right? For everyone who tried to hurt me has been shamed and humiliated. You know, she's not here tonight because I know she had, a, she had band camp, like freshman camp today. But uh, Amherst Joy, love that young lady to death. But what does Amherst Joy always talk about? You notice how everybody knew. <laughs> she literally will tell all day long about anime. If you give her a microphone, she will be up here. She'll be talking about this person from anime, this story. Nonstop, right? Not love her to death. You know what I'm saying? I really do. It does not bother me one bit. I like to joke with her, but all day long, that's what she's about, right? Here's what I love about the person who wrote this. He said, I will tell about your righteous deeds, about your goodness, about what you have done, God, all day long. I'll do it all day long, right? All day long. Listen, I want to encourage you guys to tell the world who Jesus is. Just like these three verses we read, these people were like, I will tell about you all day long. I want to proclaim your goodness to everybody, Lord. I want to do that. And I want to encourage you guys to do the same, okay? Last thing. If you haven't gotten anything out this month from what we've talked about, I need you to focus in on me for the next two, three minutes, okay? We're talking about tell the world who Jesus is. But the most important thing that I need you to go out and tell people is tell the world that Jesus lives. I want to repeat that. You need to tell the world who, that Jesus lives, you tell the world that Jesus lives. I shared this on Easter Sunday, but on the cross, Jesus said three words as he was about to die. It is finished. He took his last breath and he said, Father, into your hands I give my spirit, and he died. But here's something that we need to understand. Jesus said, it is finished. He did not say, I am finished. Because guess what? Three days later, there was an earthquake that Sunday morning and an angel appeared and rolled the stone away from Jesus's grave. And Jesus came walking out of that tomb alive and well. Listen, there are so many self-proclaimed gods, Buddha, Muhammad, all them. Go look in all of their tombs. Guess what? They're still there. But my Jesus, you go to his tomb right now in Israel. Empty as can be, man. My Jesus lives. Your Jesus lives. And there's a world out there that needs to know, guess what? Jesus lives. So I want to challenge you all today. Tell the world who Jesus is. But most importantly, tell the world that our Jesus lives. He's not dead in the grave no more. He is alive and he defeated sin and death for you, for me. And now we can freely come with confidence to God and have eternity in heaven 
with him. That's awesome, right? When you think about it, that's amazing. Well, guess what? There's a world out there that doesn't know it's that amazing. And so it's our responsibility now. Jesus said, go. It's your turn to run with it. Go. Make disciples, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I want to show y'all something. I know y'all may not believe this, right? But just turn around and look at me for a second. I know it sounds crazy. Last week I talked about worship. How you come from a youth ministry that has always had powerful and anointed worship. True story. We used to have chairs all the way back here on youth nights on Wednesday night. Am I lying? Am I lying? We'd have this room. One night we had 99 kids in here. Your sister was part of that, Noe. Your sister helped with that. Here's what I want y'all to understand. And I'm not comparing you to them. Because every generation and every season is different. But what was different then is we had a group of young people who were passionate about telling their friends about Jesus. And guess what? They weren't the most skilled speakers, you know, like in all honesty, right? But all they did was say, hey, why don't you come here about Jesus at my church? And they would bring their friends to church. And man, it was just powerful. At one point, we were picking up kids at all four high schools. Like, we had a bus ministry of like 20 to 30 kids. It was crazy. Here's what I want to stand. What I want y'all to understand, I'll come back to the front so y'all aren't turning around the whole time. But I want y'all to know that that's why we have all these extra chairs hidden everywhere. Because we used to have to search for them things. Like, man, we need more chairs out here. Like, it's crazy packed in here, right? But I want y'all to understand something. You come from a youth ministry. You're part of a youth ministry that has always been about reaching other kids. Not just been about, well, what's, what's in it for me? No, you've been a, you're part of a youth ministry that's always been about reaching others. And so I want to encourage you guys, all of y'all, from the youngest to the oldest, man, go out and tell the world who Jesus is. you got a perfect opportunity next Wednesday to invite your friends to our Star Wars theme night. Perfect opportunity to invite them. I would encourage you to do so, okay? Encourage you to do so, all right?